Broadcasting from the Air Today Gone Tomorrow studios. You know, I finally got it right completely. And you did. I didn't even think about you it. You did, and that's it, awesome. It just kind of flowed I think, out. I think you're awesome. Wasn't a problem. No. In Music City, Tennessee. That's us. Yes, sir. It's Jackery Dackery and Ralph. We are here. We are here. And it's... Episode um, number... What is it? Seven? Eight. eight. Oh, it's number eight? Yes. So we're good. How great is that? It's excellent. It's so good, I can't even stand it. Uh, <laughs> But um, what's today? The sixteenth, the seventeenth, what? Sixteenth. Christmas is uh, coming up. It's a week away, right? It's a next, week away. Next Monday. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. We uh, we usually record the podcast on a Saturday, and um, release it the same day. Yeah. Today is Saturday. Right? Today is Saturday. Today Last is Saturday. time I checked. I have actually changed my chair in the uh, here have. today, gone tomorrow studios because my back was killing me. It sure was. The chairs are a little rough, i got to tell you. They, I don't really mind rough. it because I'm in pain 24-7. The so. studio <laughs> is uh, also, I wouldn't call it pink. I would call it sa- salmon. Yeah. What do you think? I would say salmon. Salmon, salmon is the uh, man's way to describe pink. Yeah, right. Because if we have a pink shirt on, then we're it's considered, you know. salmon. You know, Elton John. But instead, Really? What's wrong with Elton John? Nothing. I love the man. He's a gay. He's gay as a three dollar. I bill, love him. But I love him. He's fantastic. Uh, so um, before Jackie came by, I was actually wrapping Christmas presents, and this year my wife bought some wrapping paper. As a matter of fact, there it is, it's right, right there. Yeah. And it's got like glitter on it. Yeah. And I've not ever seen wrapping paper with glitter on it, but glitter is a problem. Glitter is always a problem. Um, so I wrapped, I don't know, three gifts, four gifts, not too many of them, but I came out of this situation looking like I just wrestled with a fucking stripper. Or you had sex with Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, which... But either way... Yeah, either way. It's bad. You know, it's funny... <laughs> Glitter never goes away. No, it'll be there now. It's on your face. like next yeah. Christmas. Funny you say had sex with Tinkerbell because that's what I call my wife. Really? Yeah, be, be, could be, well, I call her a fairy. Right. And Tinkerbell, it's not that we have any sort of Disney role playing sex. Um, I'm surprised you don't. Well, we, we might, but (laughs) I call her Tinkerbell. Okay. And also, I got fucking glitter all over me. It's never going to go away. Goofy? Why would you? No. No. Doc. Oh, you're one of the seven <laughs> right. dwarfs. It's well, a little yeah. weird, but you should be it, more like sleepy, it, though. I am, hi, you know. Hi. Mickey Mouse. Hi. No, see, why? You're what they call a uh, asshole. That's Disney what, World hater. I am. Why an do you do asshole? That? Let me tell you why I'm an asshole. You're not an asshole. <clears throat> First off, um, my daughter and my wife yeah. uh, tell me during the Christmas season not to buy any gifts. Do not buy anything, they tell me. Do not buy anything. Why? Because during the year, I'm blowing things out that I want. They're making mental notes of it. Ah. So during the Christmas time when there's sales, and you know me, cheap as can be, I'm a sucker for sale. I'm cheaper. I see these things, and then I go and buy them, and they have already planned on buying them for me and giving them to me as a gift. Gotcha. So the latest thing was a wallet. I carry a wallet. Okay. If you notice, it's got a hairband. It's a bifold wallet. It's got a hairband around it, because my wallet is my life. It's my accounting desk. It's my checking account. Everything is in that wallet. So I want to keep it secure. So I go ahead and I buy myself from Amazon a wallet even though you were told specifically that has a zipper around it because that's how you keep it secure like a girl so yes it's a male purse like a chick it's a purse right so I came home yesterday and my daughter checks her Amazon account and she said did you order a wallet I was like yeah why she said you are an asshole you moron okay I told you not to get anything. So she goes under the tree. She takes this box of presents. She throws it at me. She goes, here's your fucking wallet. Nice. That's hysterical. <laughs> so I I made a mistake. You made a mistake. Yeah. I asked them specifically. I said, um, can I buy watches? Are we good? Can I buy a watch? Right. Are we good? I didn't buy the watch. Right. But anyway. Let me ask you this. Said, you're clear to buy watches. The wallet. 
yeah. that you bought yourself yeah. or the wallet that was under the tree? Which do you prefer? Honestly. So when I opened up the wallet that she no, bought me, yeah. it wasn't, it only zippered one component. Okay. And that's really, so I said, this is not really what I need. Yeah. The wallet that, because even the wallet that's coming, I may not like and send it back. Right. Because if it doesn't zipper everything, I got like 10 credit cards. If it doesn't zipper if it doesn't anything, zip yeah. then it's got to go. All right. Well, look. Yeah. At least. So that's my Christmas story. Yeah. So uh, now our 10 people right. know about it. Right. Maybe 11. I think I. Think you, uh, I think I hit somebody. Talk somebody into it? You threatened yeah. them? Now my, I said, hey, well, it was somebody, uh, we were talking about Richie Sambor and how okay. he's uh, floating around the idea about coming back to Bon Jovi. But meanwhile, Bon Jovi is... He's not he's doing terrible. anything, is he? No. Um, so we were talking and I said, hey, by the way, I have a podcast. And I threw it up there. So maybe well, you listen. Deal. Yeah. yeah, maybe they didn't. No, no. <laughs> I checked the analytics. No, no, we're no. still at ten. We're still at ten. Um, okay, so this week, this week, Jack and I reached down, uh, you know, yeah. into our bag of topics, yeah. our our big, huge bag of topics, mm-hmm. and we came up with what did we come up with? Jack? This is something that I've always wanted to talk about because I think that it hardly ever gets spoken about, and. Because it, uh, you have a stake in this in this game. I do have a stake in this, and game. that is the most underrated '80s rock and metal drummers. Yeah, and and it's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of them. Yeah, we were actually talking about this before. You look back at the entire genre, right? '80s hard rock, heavy metal. There's really no bad drummers. No, but you don't have to be a superstar to play the music either. No. You I, could just Ricky Rocket it. You could Ricky Rocket through it. And get out there with a hi-hat, a snare, and a is, bass drum, and you're good. Is that a phrase? It should be. I To Ricky Rocket something. I have a lot of phrases. Do I have you? a lot of phrases from working with uh, members in the band. Like, I, I'll ask them, do you want me to Michael Anthony it, or do you want me to Getty Lee it? That means if you gotcha. want... Gotcha. You know oh, saying? that's... You know right clear away. Clear as day. Because if somebody brings a song to me... It's and clear says, as How day. do you want the bass? You want Michael Anthony bass? You want Getty Lee? Yeah. You want something in the middle? Well, with drummers, it's the same thing, it's really. The same do thing. you want to Ricky Rocket it? Or do or you want to... Do you want to Neil, Neil Peart it? Exactly. Right. Have you noticed lightly on, like... Instagram and some of those YouTube shorts, all of a sudden, there is a fucking incredible barrage of fantastic drummers like I've never heard in my life. You know, it's so weird because every time we come up with a topic, yeah. I always see, and maybe it's always been there, I just never... Maybe you just never noticed put it. Put two and two together, but I, now I always see these drummers, especially yeah. that Groove Father guy. The Groove Father, he's amazing. Esperanito, I don't even, I don't I even know his, say name. his name. I was watching um, uh, like some kid who, and it was a girl, surprisingly, and it was a African-American girl on top of that. Not your stereotypical rock drummer. Rock, no, you're right. Um, and um, she hadn't ever heard of Twisted Sister. I saw Did you that. see this? She played Did a you drum see this? line she to We're Not Gonna Take to It. To We're Not Gonna Take It, but... Fabulous. It was amazing, Fabulous. fantastic, yeah. but I don't think it really fit. It was great, it was amazing, but the genre right. called for, honestly, simple, four-four right. timing, and drumming. that's the thing. You, you already know what the drums sound like, and yeah. that's an iconic... Beat too it is. in the beginning. Yeah. Don't 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 yeah. I mean, come on. Very, yeah. So Very she iconic. was playing some kind of a jazzy little, right. little that, fills, little little small cymbal. Yeah, right. Big, you yeah. Know, and, she yeah. she threw in triplets yes. and ghost she notes. Did it very well. I mean, she did it she incredible. Did but this brand new breed of drummers is kind of like the brand new breed of bass players that came out in like the 2000s yeah. playing that I think it was called New Metal New Metal yeah with Your, the five uh, strings right yeah. the five string ba- yeah. and all of a sudden it's like holy shit there's yeah. fucking bass guitar in this yeah. shit I had no idea oh yeah so we freaking had this breed of bass players in the 2000s now we've got this amazing breed of drummers now I would have to say 
80s was all guitarists. Yes. They shr- they yes. absolutely shredded. Yes. They were amazing. Now, not so much. No. As a matter of fact, sales for guitars, guitar lessons have all been in the decline. Nobody That's interesting. wants to play guitar anymore. I don't know. Everybody wants to sing and be out front. Everybody wants to play the drums. That's interesting. Or the bass. I had no idea. On that note about 2000's bass, there was a band, still is a band called Incubus. I don't know if you ever listened sure. to them. Well, not really, but... Again, you want to talk about an underrated drummer? He doesn't fit the bill because we're in the 80s right. and I think that they came out after. But the drummer that they have, phenomenal. Incredible. The huh? bass player that they had, again, phenomenal. He left, though. And now they just got some guy who played the guitar and now he plays bass. Now he plays bass. But before that, the guy that they had, five-string, fretless, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal. That's what got me into the five string. Because, Everything uh, has has crazy. has really kind of stepped up. Yeah. Everything, the yeah. playing, the style. I think the it's all did stepped that. up. The internet, the internet did absolutely. That. YouTube did that absolutely. And I can't play drums. You don't. I've tried. I cannot play it. I don't have really? the coordination. I'm an idiot. I could. Sh- I yeah. think I tried to show yeah, you no, like a just simple can't. beat or two. I can't two. do it. I just no. I'm not coordinated. Isn't that crazy? That is a little crazy. Yeah. Um. Now, this guy, when you first suggested this guy as being one of the underrated drummers of the 80s, I was like, no, Jackie, you're crazy. And then I listened to him, and he's friggin' incredible. And people are going to be very surprised when you say his name. Hector Samuel Juan Torres. Yes, sir. Better known as Tico Torres. Yep. He uh, he's the drummer of uh, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Everybody knows him for Bon Jovi. By the way, born October seventh, nineteen fifty-three, seventy years old, yeah. Jackie. Yeah, seventy Still years old. Still rocking out. Still rocking. Also known as the Hitman. Yeah. Born in New York City, raised in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Yeah. You and I are very, very familiar with Woodbridge, we, New Jersey. Right over the bridge. Yeah. What is that? The Outer Bridge. Yeah. That's right the over the Outer Bridge. I mean, bridge. we spent our time Woodbridge. in Jersey. Yes. We bought cars in bought Jersey. Bought cars in Jersey. We worked Clubs in Jersey. Clubs in Jersey. Yeah. Worked yeah. in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so his parents were from Cuba. And we were talking about this before. Now... Brooklyn, Staten Island, as far as a Latino population, you've got like Puerto Rican, right. Dominican Republic, right. Cuba, very rare. I don't yeah. recall, especially in the music scene. But yeah, at that time, yeah, very rare. I mean, most of your Cubans went to Florida. Yeah. Because that was mm-hmm. just, they were so close. You they were so close. throw a ball and hit somebody from Cuba and Florida. Yeah, exactly. And they just didn't really migrate. A lot of Cubans, that but apparently, from what we know, because apparently, you know. Uh, yeah, right. So, I wonder how many of my, like, Puerto Rican friends growing up were actually Cuban, and I just assumed they that were. they were Puerto Rican, yeah. I'm a terrible guy. No, it's just, uh, it's just not, it's just not doing your homework, like, yeah. like how we know about this stuff is right. just. If it interested you so much, you would have gotten into, got into it. it. But, yeah. you know, we were Italian and we didn't really follow the yeah. whole, you know. We thought everything revolved around us and our culture. Right, right. Some Italians still think like that. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm glad that we've grown out of it. Absolutely. Hector Samuel Juan Torres, also known as the hitman. You know him as Tico Torres, the yeah. drummer of Bon Jovi. But... Yep. He is so much more than he that. He is so much more. Before Bon Jovi, he played and recorded with Pat Benatar, yeah. Chuck Berry, yeah. Cher, yeah. Alice yeah. Cooper, Stevie Nicks, 26 yeah. albums yeah. he was on before he even heard the name John Bon Jovi. Well, because remember that a lot of uh, Bon Jovi were, these guys were studio musicians because when Bon Jovi uh came out with his first album, he didn't have a band. Right. He just went into a studio, made this album, yeah. and then it, it caught on, and I was like, oh, okay, now I got to get a band. Wasn't he, uh, John Bon Jovi was working in like a recording studio. He was working Wasn't in a recording studio. And, sweeping uh, the floors and shit. Right, sweeping floors, and I heard that um, he got into a conversation with uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, And he played Bruce Springsteen his stuff. Yeah. And Bruce Springsteen basically said, don't quit the sweeping job. And 
Wow. Yeah, and that's then a rumor again. Right. Uh, and now I guess you can say, ha you know, that's because, true, yeah. uh, you know, he owns half a Red Bank. So Yeah. Any um, um any word on if John Bon Jovi is gonna go back to sweeping? Because I don't he know. He can't sing. I don't know. He's well he's one of those uh, singers that were just that they were good enough yeah. for the music like David Lee Roth and yeah. all the other people that we said. Great But they showman, had a personality. Right. He had a personality. They had a personality and they had a sex appeal. He was a good looking dude. He was a good looking guy. The ladies and the loved him and the hair. The hair was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, Tico Torres met Alec John Such yeah. while he was playing in a band called Phantom Opera. God rest his soul. God uh, rest oh, in peace, man. by the he way. Was, he was a great, just all-around musician. I think so. I think his Alec bass John playing. Such. I think his bass playing brought something uh, to Bon Jovi that. Uh, well, the guys they have now is really good, but yeah. still, I think uh, Alec John such really. I always set thought the tone. that Alec jo- Alec John such and Tico Torres almost looked like they were re- related. They did. They, they had a similar like type haircut, dark the hair. Latino they were both dark skin. Type well, he book. was Italian oh, or something. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, and they had, you know, a similar look. Yeah. Another um, interesting tidbit, and I had no idea, and I was shocked. Tico auditioned to take Peter Chris's spot yeah, wow. in Kiss. <clears throat> Just a crazy... He was one of crazy. the early, early auditions and was considered to be the drummer for Kiss. That is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Peter Chris, yeah. who, once again, wasn't a fantastic drummer, right. but for the genre, he was more than adequate. Although his timing signatures, I always thought, were a little bit off he, live. But, right, but he did bring a jazzy, big bandish okay, type of that, yeah. drumming to the the, uh, the the music. And I think that, that that's worth noting. Just like Ace Freely is worth noting. He's not a great guitar player, no, but not. he has done things. Stretch. And he did set the tone. He did set the pavement for other guitar players to... Look at what he can do and then grow from it. I mean, Absolutely, he, you know, man. but again, I wouldn't necessarily put him in the Eddie Van Halen, you know, level, no. but there's things there. And even as far as bass plays go, Gene Simmons, he doesn't just Michael Anthony it. He plays lines. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, I'm I could a, play you some songs yeah. where even I'd like I to go, hear. yeah, where even I'd I like go, oh shit, that's kind of cool. He doesn't just follow along. Okay, well, Tico Torres also has a uh, Pearl Drums signature snare drum, part number TR1465. Just in case. Well, well, that actually stands for (laughs) six and a half by 14 inch. Whenever you're talking snares, if you've got a 12 inch by five, it'll be a 12.5. This is... uh, Part number 1465, which is a six and a half inch by 14 inch snare. Okay, so how does that how does that play into any kind of... So you're uh, going to want a deeper snare for a sort of a snap, and you're going to want a wider snare for, um, like, tone. So the, so the bigger the snare more tone the deeper the snare more snap and have you noticed that the some drummers have two snares yes why uh maybe it's preference maybe it's two different oh, okay size snares you're going for like two different sounds okay so it very, really doesn't have anything okay all right it doesn't really have anything to do technical it's a matter of well i preference. mean if you're trying to get a certain two different kinds of sounds in a song some people might treat the snare as just another tom uh, okay? okay so this is a free floating cast aluminum snare and he plays pasty cymbals exclusively okay which i, I mean they're i good. thought was yeah, yeah i mean they're they're, fan, they're fantastic some people prefer zildjian some people prefer i mean it's all 
I buy what's cheap and sounds good right. personally. And then I usually end up either drilling holes in them or putting duct tape, tape on, on them to get all sorts of sounds out of them. Tico Torres, also a painter, which I thought was absolutely shocking, um, had his debut in around 94 at Ambassador Galleries, Soho, New York. Crazy. Art debut. Crazy. Also has a fashion line for babies, which I think is fucking creepy. I don't know why. Yeah. Ever since that whole uh, Balenciago thing came out, where they were using children in like bondage gear, right? Um, to um, like advertise their clothes. I don't know. I just see baby fashion as just being creepy. Well, I'm going to tell you something that is going to maybe shock you. But you're having our a baby. genre, no. Oh. Our genre for some reason yeah. lent to the opinion that it was okay for these grown ass men to talk about teenage girls. Oh, absolutely, man. If you look at the songs, Kiss, Christine 16. Christine 16. She, 17. Winger. Winger. Yep. Okay. Uh the cars. Uh, so, Candio, I think it I is. Something like that. Um, was it Billy Ocean doing it years before? Uh, was it Billy Ocean? She's only 16 years old. Leave her alone. They said... I think it was Billy Ocean. Oh, wow. I'm not sure. Okay. Awful. Okay, but yeah, but uh, so... Uh, I don't know what that's about. I don't dig the whole baby fashion. Ever since that whole Balenciaga debacle happened. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely weird. I think you're onto something with that. But I also think that he uh, maybe had a child at that point. And he was maybe looking for a a side gig uh, just in case. You know what I mean? If this doesn't work out, I could fall back on this. Tico Torres, extremely underrated. Extremely. I watched some of his live stuff, and his solos are friggin' amazing. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, this is Tico Torres. Yeah, yeah. Jack was on the money I didn't know how you were going to feel about that when I said it to you. I had no idea. But I had to say it, because uh, definitely, we've been saying this. Uh, you know, for a long time. Yeah. Underrated. Absolutely. Underrated, absolutely. Uh, J- Jackie, who else have you got on the list? All right. So, of course, we're going to have to say it because I think it needs to be said is uh, Alex Van Halen. Holy shit. Yeah, Are you I kidding mean, me? Come on. Uh, Alex Van Halen, um, for drummers, he had a signature snare sound. Yes. Which, ironically, a lot of people thought you would get that sound by making the the head loose. Uh-huh. But it actually, you make it tighter. It's a tighter. To yep. get that thunk. Yep. And he so, had that snare sound. So you're talking about Alexander Arthur Van Halen, born May 8th, 53. Also 70 right? years old. In well, the Netherlands. I'm not sure where he was born. Oh, yes, yes. Well, his father was from Amsterdam, I think. Oh, okay. And his father was a jazz saxophonist, among other things. A lot of talent in that uh, family. Oh, yeah, huge, huge talent family. Raised in the East Netherlands, moved to Pasadena, California California. in 62. Yeah, and was playing guitar. Eddie, his brother, was playing drums, and then for some reason they switched it up. I know exactly why. Why? I know exactly. I'll tell you. Tell us, please. First of all, both Alex and Eddie at a young age were both, a lot of people don't realize this, both trained as classical pianists. Yes, yes. A lot of people Imagine think... Imagine that. A lot of people think it, it was, was just Eddie. Just Eddie. Yeah. Nope. Alex was yeah. also trained as a classical pianist. I always get nervous saying that word, pianist. Penis? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very close. It's, yeah. it's very close to being bad. Being bad? It's very close to being unacceptable. Right, exactly. <laughs> So, Alex Van Halen, man, I got to tell you, uh, you know, we mention Van Halen a lot in most of our podcasts because I think that um, all time, I'm going to go with all time greatest. Really? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, for what they've done, what they've accomplished, 
each of them. The weakest link being Michael Anthony. Well, depends on your time. The weakest link may be David Lee Roth at right. that point as far as. But still, nonetheless, Alex Van Halen and the kit, the drum kit that drum he has. Kit. Insane. He, he, he has a lot of those octo-toms. Is that what they're called? I think they are called octo-toms. Wow. And that's... It's not a traditional rock drum, no, not which is fantastic. Like a calypso, or samba, samba yeah. right? Calypso and but, hot for teacher. Hot, oh, what yeah. an amazing intro! Yeah. But before we talk about that, I'd like so you you asked me how they actually switched instruments, right? Okay. Eddie Van Halen bought his drum kit, so I think his parents bought it for him, and he was going to pay it off by delivering newspapers. Okay. A drum kit, arguably, when you're first starting out, a drum kit's expensive. Yeah. You can get a guitar cheap. That is true. You can get a set of electric keyboards these days cheap. A drum set's an investment. Yeah. A lot of money. So... Eddie told his dad, he's like, Dad, buy me this kit, I'll pay it off. Eddie was delivering newspapers out in Pasadena, California, on his bike, these big, you know, rows of homes and subdivisions and all that, delivering papers while he's out there delivering papers. Alex does one of those, like, uh, stepbrother things, you know, did you touch my drum set? Okay, gotcha. He was... (laughs) practicing drums while Eddie was out breaking his ass. Paying for those drums. Paying for them. Nice. Alex is there practicing drums. He would know exactly when Eddie got done and he would stop. He's all fucking sweaty and shit. He would stop. Never told Eddie he was playing his drums till uh, one day in front of Eddie, who was having some difficulties picking up on different time signatures, Alex seats himself behind the drums and plays the solo to, uh, what's that song? Wipeout. Oh, okay. And Eddie was like, go fuck yourself. I'm taking your guitar and we're just going to swap out. Now, at what point did he put his ball sack on the drums? I don't, I, I, I don't, well, I can't confirm that. You know, that actually. was on the other day. Right. I love that movie, yeah. just for that reason. Whenever it's on, you always got to kind of stop and you gotta, watch yeah, that film. Yeah. Step because, Brothers is a yeah, classic. Yeah, Step Brothers is a classic. And I don't like really either of those Me two. Me neither. But in that Me movie neither. with the drums and, yeah. the, I mean, who who writes that stuff? Who says, and he puts his ball sack right. on the drums? Hysterical. I love it. Uh, uh, awesome stuff. Alex, um, well, actually, Alex and Eddie, because they've always played together. Alex hasn't ever played with anybody. He has never played with anybody. A lot of these three drummers that we're talking about all have a very lengthy history with one particular band. But they've played with other people, either in the start Interim, finish, whatever you want to call in their careers, they have played with other people. Alex Van Halen has never played with anybody but his brother. But and his that brother. is the reason why I think you won't see him. Ever again? Yeah. Man, I well, don't think that you will see him yeah. in any kind of you're, tribute. You're probably right. Um, a couple of the bands he was in with his brother before they settled on Van Halen was... Broken Combs, yeah. Trojan Rubber Company, which I think is hysterical. Awesome. And, of course, Mammoth. Which is now his son's band. Really? Wolfie. Yeah. Oh. His M- name. He took the Mammoth, Mammoth? name. Did yeah. he really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even... Yes, sir. N- re- I didn't realize that. Who, that kid... Wolfie. I Wolfie. know he's a great oh. musician, but I put the fucking Twinkies down, Wolfie. <laughs> You know what? I always say that, bro, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very concerned. When you get older, yeah, 
you start looking at things that uh, may, you know, cut your life down. Yeah. And one of the Twinkies things is, one of the things is your weight. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm constantly on everybody about losing weight, losing weight. I, I don't really care how you look. It's got nothing to do with how you look. It's got to do with your health. And this kid being so young. And being so talented, he's got the Eddie jeans. He's got the Alec Van Halen jeans. Right. He's got Alex's jeans. He, he's already on third base. The, yeah, right. He's already on third yeah. base. He's got all the talent. He yeah. plays the drums. He plays guitar. He plays keyboard. He yeah. plays the bass. Yeah. He sings. He writes music. He writes his own songs, plays every instrument. It's crazy. Okay, but... Trim down, bro. Yeah. You know, I feel bad. I think like with with everything that's going on now with Ozempic and the stomach um, stapling right. and lap, lap, lap bands and all kinds of stuff. Or, yep. Go do something for yourself just because you're so young. If you were 50, 60 years old, I'd say, don't worry about it. Right. You know, enjoy your life. Enjoy your but life. But at this left. age, he's what, in his 20s, 30s? Something, something? like that. Yeah. You got to. Come on, bro. Please. Alex took uh, classes in music theory, scoring, and arranging at Pasadena City College. You were talking about Alex's signature snare sound. Yeah. Um, And you've probably heard of people describing Eddie's guitar sound as the The brown brown sound. sound. Okay. Actually, Alex coined that sound. Talking about his snare drum, the wow. brown sound. Yes. So how did that work out? His so he, did he call Alec, his snare the brown sound? Yes. Alex actually referred to his his snare drum sound as the brown sound, and then Eddie, I guess, kind of adopted it, or maybe the whole Van Halen sound became the brown sound. I'm not exactly sure, but that's awesome. That's a that's, that's awesome. Actually, that's a piece of trivia that I yeah, did not know. The brown sound. Um, uh, Alex plays exclusively Ludwig drums, pasty cymbals. He's also got a signature ride cymbal, which is a 24 inch. Wow, which is a that's a pretty big yeah, ride. Yeah. Pretty big ride. He's got a couple of signature snares, also six and a half inch by 14, part number LM402AVH. Oh, wow. So let's Ludwig. talk about that for a minute because I think you're going to find, ironically, that all three of the people that we picked, they all play pasty cymbals. Pasty cymbals, yeah. Right. Huh. Well, I, Don't it, you find that ironic? That Zildjian... And what is it, Sabian? Sabian. Sabian well, are like the maybe, main, you know. Maybe they're just not paying an, you think enough. So? You think I think that's really down? what it comes down to. But why, okay, then why Ludwig drums? Out of all the manufacturers. Ludwig, probably because it's European like he is. I don't know. Just crazy, I've never had right? a set of Ludwig. No, I, I mean you got... I currently play a set of... Pearl, okay, drums. which which is the top, the top two, Tam and Pearl. Yeah, Gretsch, DW. If right. you if you DW. got all kinds yeah. of money, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a ton of them, but I mean, I I think it all really comes down to endorsement deals. We'll give, okay. we'll pay you X amount because all these guys are playing all these di- different brand drugs. Drum sets, but guess what? They're all using Remo skins. Right. So, right. where does the sound more, really yeah, come, come from? from? You've got a set of acrylic drums, yeah. right? You've got a set of aluminum drums. Yeah. You've got a set of wood drums. Yeah. But you're all taking off the factory Ludwig skins, yep. pearl skins. As soon as you get it. I did it myself. Skins gotta go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did it myself. And... Uh, I, well, as far as my snare drum goes, I play a aluminum snare and I've got a, uh, Remo. Remo, what is it? The Black Dot Ambassador? Yeah, Black Dot. You have all these, uh, well, you have, let's talk about Evans for a minute because Evans has some great, um, oil. uh, Oh, the, uh. Skins, uh, the oil in between the skins. Yeah. Hydraulic. Yeah, Yeah, which a lot of people like, but still. It doesn't matter. You take as soon as you get that drum home, 
You take off the head, you toss them. Take off the head, you toss them. Right, exactly. And so, then you put on these skins. Right. So I, I'm i just saying, look, man, if I was a professional working drummer, I would play the kid who ever paid me the most. Okay. Honestly. I mean, because you've got a professional quality kit. They all sound pretty damn good. They all sound good. And I didn't know that. I guess it's like guitar and wood. Right. Does wood really make a difference? And when you come when it comes down to it, by the time you get those pickups and you get that sound into all those effects pedals, yes, the end it's result ain't gonna make a difference. Right. Yeah, it ain't gonna make a difference. Um, Alex Van Halen, some of his influences: Ginger Baker, Keith Moon, John Bonham, and of course Buddy Rich. Um, Alex, known for that. Double bass and that snappy that snare. Snappy snare. He's also got major hearing loss in both ears. Yeah. Um, some company custom makes his uh, earpiece monitors for him because he's got extensive hearing, hearing loss. Damage. Sure. Both ears. Sure, and that's from playing without any protection. Without any protection, and I mean, really, it's tough to play with. Hearing protection, but I mean, he's been doing it forever, and he, you know, sacrificed his hearing for it. I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. When you see these videos, these dramas, like the, especially like what we talked about with the uh, uh, Twisted Sister. Yeah. A lot of these dramas that are playing covers or playing along with music, they right. have headphones on. Yes. What are they listening to in those headphones? They're probably... Well, I play with headphones on because I play with them on. I'm listening to a drum uh, dr drumless track of the song. Really? I'm playing, yes. Okay, but then how do you hear your I can drums? hear the drums through the Lead headphones. Lead through the headphones. Yes, that's the way... I play, I am not a professional drummer, but when I practice drums, I go to drumlesstracks.com. Okay. And download a song. Okay. And like if I'm going to play Hallowed Be Thy Name, Iron Maiden, I'll download it drumless. Okay. They I'll have, play they, that's that. what people are doing. Because doing. I've looked to see if maybe the drums were mic'd and they were hearing that through the headphones and no. The, I didn't that's know that, that that's yeah. what they're doing. Absolutely. I didn't know that's that the drums will bleed through. You can hear yourself playing the drums when you have headphones yep. on. That's all. So you don't think Alex Van Halen's going to maybe pop up in one of these like super groups? I don't. I don't. Okay. I wish he would though. Yeah. Because uh, I think that it's well, well overdue that somebody came across and did something for yeah. this man who uh, pioneered certain things uh, rock and roll I mean Eddie Van Halen was just he was the king and, and we have not we have not done justice and paid tribute to this man and he's been dead what three years now three years yeah I'd like to take a second uh, before we talk about our third most again we are we are going to put a disclaimer out there whenever Ralph says I'm going to take like to take a second wait a minute we have to put a disclaimer out there that this is now only opinion, so we don't mean to harm or hurt anybody's this is, feelings. This is not opinion, it's fact. <laughs> okay. Tommy oh, Lee oh of Motley Crue, the most overrated drummer <laughs> in the history of not only uh, 80s rock yeah. and heavy metal, but of all music, all time. And he's pretty much an asshole. He, and he's an asshole. This is a... Adequate drummer. Yeah. Like I said, everybody out of that genre was at best adequate. Yeah. Okay. Tommy Lee's an adequate drummer yeah. who just happens to be very, very fucking showy and very, right. very fucking flashy. Okay. Right. I was, I saw the uh, Theater of Pain show with, by the way, Loudness, who was incredible. The, 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 Theater of Pain tour was the one where Tommy Lee's drum set fucking spun. When I say spun, right, it right. went upside down right. and it came out. This is what makes him great. This does not make a fucking drummer great. Tommy Lee has a lot of things. 
that have given him this greatness that you're saying yeah. he, he has and this fame that he has. Yeah. One of the things was being married to Pamela Anderson. Pamela being Anderson. married to Heather Locklear. I mean, you Another know. thing is yeah. having a gigantic dick. Yes. Which he yeah. recently just put a picture of it out there on his Instagram. Did he really? Yes, I saved it on my phone. Not because I'm gay or anything like that. Well, but... Because I just thought it was interesting. It's impressive. Let's face it. Is it is impressive. It's impressive, like a right? fucking tower it of is, power. <laughs> I respect it. It is impressive. It is impressive. I can't say. It's just impressive. For a guy who looks like that, skinny like that, to have a barber a third pole. Leg. Yeah, third a third leg. Pole. A kickstand. A, you're right. He's, a, he's basically he's a, human, a fucking... He's a tripod. Tripod. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but that but does that's, not that make does you a great make drummer. Him a drummer. No. So in no. so in reality, no. In reality, he's just an adequate drummer who's got amazing PR people. Right. Um, Who else you got? Well, September twentieth, twenty fifteen, Tommy Lee sent out a tweet, which is now what is it? X. You send out a. Oh, I don't know that super Elon Musk tweet. Tweet X. I don't know what it's called. Sent out a tweet. Have you? You've, uh, what was that rap band? NWA, Straight Outta Compton? NWA, yeah. Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, Straight Outta Compton. And that, Straight Outta Compton. That was the meme. meme yeah. Became everything. Straight out of the trailer park, straight out of the car, straight out of this. Tommy Lee tweeted a picture of Lars Ulrich of Metallica superimposed over his face, it says, straight out of tempo. And I believe that's hysterical. It is hysterical, but who the fuck are you? Tommy Lee. Right. Well, you picked somebody who... To talk about anybody's timing and tempo. I mean, if you... But you you just didn't have the right to say that because... Out of anybody. Tempo to you. Now, I'm going to say something to you. Go ahead. Tommy Lee put out a solo album. I don't remember the time. It was his only rock solo album because he did a lot of mechanical rap, trap yeah, music he, or something, he, he rap music. Weird. His solo album, he played guitar and he sang. He had some good tunes. Okay, then s- maybe he should stick to the guitar. You might be right. Maybe. You know what? That How was be, he on guitar? Uh, just rhythm guitar, just rhythm. you know, but okay. I'm sure he used it to write. Who knows what the, sure. the situation was. But Nobody writes a was, song on fucking drums. Uh, no. Okay. Right. <laughs> However, the person that we're going to speak about does have writing credits, but he's coming up. But he finish your tirade. All right. Lars Ulrich of oh. Metallica. Yeah. I'm f- n- Number one, I'm glad he's bald. Nobody <laughs> deserves to be bald. More than fucking Lars Ulrich. Well, again, he's, he's a, com- a he's a complete asshole. He's yeah. a complete prick. Uh, learned to play drums right in right. the band's when he joined infancy. The band. Yeah, I and mean, it sounds like yeah. he didn't really progress that far. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Once again, uh, live has problems with tempo and timing. This is a guy who who wouldn't know a fucking a fucking triplet from a fucking bag of fucking ding-dongs. I will agree. However, he does have a pretty damn good double bass. Oh, yeah, he's got... Look, man, it's all in the pedal. Yeah. However, there was one album where it sounded like he was playing garbage cans. What the hell were they thinking? That was probably all the albums. No, no, no. There was one particular album that is known for the drum sound to be absolutely horrible. Maybe... Loaded or reloaded? No, it or was way after that. Was it their... Didn't they have an album titled like Garage Bands? Uh, yeah, but that was, they were just doing Garage Inc. They were just doing covers. It came after that. Did it? Yeah, um, I don't remember the name it of that, it, but it uh, was really bad. The drums the drums got a weird really sound. Bad. He does have a weird sound. He's got a weird he sound. does play Pearl Drums. The, oh, he does? I believe. No, maybe Tama. I think Tama for some yeah. reason. I don't see him playing Pearl. Not that it matters, honestly, right. in the grand scheme of things. Tama, by the way, for all you drummers, is owned by Hershino, Hershino, which is basically the company, the big company that owns Ibanez. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Hershino. 
Yeah, Hoshino. Yeah. So the uh, same Japanese? people that uh, yeah, same people that own yeah. Ibanez guitars. They also own Tama drums. Also, I don't particularly like Lars Ulrich's fucking accent. Choose a fucking accent, okay? okay? You've been in this country now all your life. Oh, God. Stop with the, the yeah. real accent like that. Stop it. Talk regular. That's hysterical. Talk regular. That's hysterical to me because he, he got yeah. like one. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? It's like he's got marbles yeah. just on one side of his mouth. On oh, one side of his mouth. <laughs> Spit the shit out of your mouth and talk hey, what's right. what's going on? Yeah. Uh, that's because his father uh, is whatever they are. Beat Dutch him with a or whatever. broken bottle. And Dutch, the yeah. father is, uh, is, uh, is, is an immigrant, as yeah. you know we all are. But he's like first generation, so he still yeah. has the accent. He's got and the he accent. speaks to his father in whatever native to tongue. He, he needs to stop the bullshit. He's got to spit those models out accent. because eventually you're going to swallow and choking has yeah. Lose the accent. Jackery are <laughs> okay. So, so so that's my rant. Okay. Okay. That's it. You don't have anybody Tommy else you want to throw. Lord, nah, I kind of dig everybody okay. else, and it's not that I don't dig Motley Crue music or Metallica music. I'm just kind of giving a little dig because they're two very very overrated drummers. Yeah. Although Lars Ulrich not so much overrated. Everybody thinks he's an asshole. Yes, that is very true. That is very true. In a movie, but um, his drumming's in a movie, get him to the Greek. He uh, had a little cameo. Did he? And he was actually playing himself, playing an asshole As because a jerk he's off. A, right, right, exactly. Okay, well that uh, that'll actually bring us to our third, yeah, most our third. Uh, underrated. underrated drummer. What was his name? Could it be? Michael Henry Nico McBrain. That's who it is. Nico. 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 Born June uh, June 5th, 1952. Replaced Clive Burr on the fourth Iron Maiden album, Peace of Mind. The One third. of my favorite albums. Great album, bro. Great album. Yeah. Uh, third longest serving member of the band. You know, Never left. He, right. right. He found his yep. thing and he stuck with, with it. with it. Now, who did he play with before? I don't know. You Who don't know? He? No. Pat Travers. That's right, Pat. Huge. Yep. Huge. I mean, the guy was a tremendous drummer. Still is. Yeah. Uh, born in the Hackney section of London, England. Um, all right, mate. Right, exactly. Right. I've got me noses all sort of pushed <laughs> me into my face. nose is all flat because I got punched in the nose. And I decided not to get it fixed. Fixed. That's a, Even that though he's a fucking truth. Brazilian. That is the truth. Well, a lot of drummers. He was, it was high school. Oh, it so was? So he didn't have a pot to oh, piss in really? or a window to throw it out of. Right. Somebody punched him in the nose. He got into a fight. It flattened his nose. Punched me nose. And he never, yeah. Yeah. Never he got broke it my fucking nose. Yeah. And he never got it fixed. A lot of drummers have a nickname which I kind of think they pick themselves to you know sound cool you know usually timekeeper yeah. and you know things like that no Nico McBrain was given a nickname by other drummers by his peers by his peers and they refer to him as the octopus unbelievable is that the fucking that most is badass that is, thing ever that is metal yeah that is mad. Absolutely. Because the guy plays like an oct- octopus. He does play like an octopus. And while Impressive he's kid. playing, and while he's playing, he can have a whole fucking conversation with you. I don't know how he does that. Uh, right? Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen it. I don't know Talking how he does it. Talking to his drum guy when right. he got this. Yeah. This, there, that, the, the, Where are we going to eat after yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what is, is that like a division of your brain? It's got to be. that works? The right know. side, left I, side? I can't do a lot and drum at the same time. I mean, I can hardly drum, but Listen, I, can I can only barely drum. speak these days. Right. I got you. <laughs> I can't remember shit. I got you. <laughs> I could barely talk. And this guy is still, and he just unfortunately had a stroke. A stroke. But yet he's back playing. Well, because he did extensive therapy for So him. now he's just like a regular drummer. <laughs> right. That was a regular. <laughs> he lost the superpowers. Yeah, 10 weeks of. Uh, I mean, intense, intense therapy. How do you get his name, Nico? Oh, man. There's so many different uh, stories, but the one that uh, I see coming up um, the most is um, a gentleman he was playing 
with at that time. And I forgot the band. It was a some some kind of, uh, I guess, Pat Travers spinoff or something like that. They went to introduce him to a um, uh, record company executive. Okay. And the uh, guitar player was drunk. Right. Slurring his words. Yeah. And somehow like they it came are. out, right? Like they always do. Right. And somehow it came out Nico. Nico. When he introduced him. Nico McBrain, which is N-E-E-K-O. Nico. Nico. Which is not what it ended up being because then he changed it. To? He liked the name. He did like the name. He liked Nico, but okay. he changed it to. N. What is it? N I C K O. Right. Ne- so it's and kept McBrain. McBrain. What the why fuck, you, man? What, what why is would wrong you keep with that, that name? Bro? Why would you seriously? McBrain. I'll bet he probably got picked on in school. Oh, absolutely. That's probably yeah. how he got his face well, punched yeah. in. Hey, yeah. McBrain. Why would you? Out of all the Irish English names, McBrain. McAllister, McMahon, right. Mc, McBrain, right? McDonald's. I would change my name to McBread before McBread. That's great. <laughs> before I had McDonald's or McNugget. <laughs> McNugget. Nico, known uh, for the single drum pedal. Yes, single drum pedal. Can you imagine? Look at any Iron Maiden kit. There's never, uh, from what I've seen, there's never been a double bass drum. It's always been a single bass and uh, a just a ridiculous amount of toms. I think it's actually hysterical. His drum kits are always impressive. Yes, always they're always impressive. painted. Always the painted with the album gold. cover. Right, yeah. yeah. And he's got, he's got a, a single bass puppet. drum. Yeah, and, the and he's got puppet. a single bass drum surrounded by all these toms right. and... You single know, roto toms yep. and all single kinds of bass stuff. pedal, by the way, which happens to be a DW5000 accelerator single pedal, which and is an amazing piece of why wouldn't it be? machine? DW, he, yeah, DW. He did play a double bass pedal recorded one time on Facing the Sand from the Dance of Death album. And your opinion? I listened to it earlier today, and it sounds like Nico McBrain playing Plain a double bass. bass. <laughs> but okay. he, right. he he replicates a double bass on a That's single bass what it sometimes. Is because even if you give this guy, so you, you'd have to give him thirteen bass pedals exactly for him to, for him to sound like right. he does with the one. So him getting double bass is just an Iron Maiden song. Just an Iron Maiden song. <laughs> Part of his sound is attributed to he exclusively plays barefoot. Yeah, I uh, I, I play with socks with on. That. I got a real problem with that. I, I can't play do with socks on with bare feet. I don't want to touch of my all, feet. I don't right. want anybody to see my feet. Right. I don't want to see my feet. First of all, men should not show their feet ever. Agreed. Men should not wear flip flops. Agreed. Birkenstocks. Oh my God! Please don't even say uh, that name. I throw sandals, up a little bit in my mouth when you say that. Any name. of that. It is not metal for a guy to show your feet. You should always be wearing boots. Ridiculous. Spiked boots, right. leather boots. Engineer boots. Care. Engineer boots, boots. Whatever you want anything. to call Work boots. Put your fucking hooves away. They could even be fucking pink. Or salmon. Yeah. I don't or care. Salmon. I don't care. But the this Birkenstock shit has like got it. to go. The like Jesus it. sandals. East Nashville, oh. uh, where I do a lot of my work. All the v, all the men with their little, what do they call that ha- hairstyle? Oh, that uh, little bun thing, and yeah. it's a little bit long on the on the back. Still. Yeah, I the don't bun, even know what that is. Birkenstocks, <laughs> oh, the bun, God, drinking fucking lattes, get oh, a grip. Oh my God, and a jumper. And a jumper, and and, and I carry a firearm on <laughs> duty, so it's it's yeah. tough for yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not even going to say it. There's always but, a temptation. But Nico McBrain plays barefoot, and I Hold was this. taking a look. <laughs> yeah, right. I was t- taking a look at some of his publicity photos, and he's barefoot in them. Put some fucking shoes on, sir. Wow, yeah. Put That's, some shoes that, on. That may be the only thing I don't like about the man. Yeah. He also played... Well, one, what's his uh, name? The drummer from Def Leppard. Yeah, plays he plays barefoot, barefoot too. It's a thing. I play yeah. with socks on because you See, can still I, get that yeah. 
connection and that feel between the the bass pedal. Well, the bass pedal and your hi-hat pedal, to me, I get a better feel. I can play with shoes on, but I prefer to play not barefoot, but with socks on. But the metal and the toes and the flipping thing, and yeah. there's a chain there. And right. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous. No. no, no good. I'm not saying it's no not good. dangerous. No it's good. dangerous. Guess what Playing kind of, the drums is dangerous to begin with. It is dangerous. And 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 I've got a bad heart. So <laughs> yeah. I need to be careful. Guess what kind of drums Nico McBrain plays? Would you say he plays like Pearl or Tama or... Ludwig. I'll tell you this. I'm not really sure, but I will tell you this. I know he used pasty symbols. Yes. I know that he has his own dedicated, uh, what do you call it? Symbol set. Symbol set that comes in this crazy Iron Maiden box. Yeah, that's awesome. It's $2 million and, you know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Everything Iron Maiden's expensive. Okay. Nico plays British Drum Company drums. I never... They're a little custom drum shop in England. That he probably owns. Well, no, he doesn't (laughs) own it, actually, but he does own... Are you ready for this? He owns Rock and Roll Ribs in Coral Springs, Florida. (laughs) Oh, my God. We should go there. Oh, we should. And And you know what? I don't like Florida right now, but I do like it. For certain things, he actually Seafood lives and in ribs. Boca. Yeah, Boca. He lives in Boca. Coral Gables is big money. Oh yeah, it's all big money yeah. down there. Yeah. Rock and roll ribs in 2012, according to the Broward County Palm Beach New Times, was voted the best ribs in 2012. Amazing, that amazing, crazy. That what can't crazy. this fucking guy do? do? Yeah, but except yeah. for. Wear shoes. Wear shoes. Yeah, he can't seem to get the... I can't put on his shoes. I I put the shoes on and I fall down. Uh, He previously endorsed Premier Uh, Drums. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, well, it's not important. Um, Now he plays Icarus Legend Series British Drum Company Drums. Also has a pilot's license. Right. Flies planes. Right, he flies planes. Just like Bruce Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, how crazy is that? I wonder if they, like, dogfight. No, that would be oh, ridiculous. No, yeah, no. That he would, would die. Be, yeah. Isn't that how uh, Randy Rhodes died? He uh, was actually here we go. He was having dog a dog fighting. fight with Tommy Lee yeah, from right. Motley Crue. Because right, Tommy Lee was going upside down. In the drums. But what happened was Tommy Lee pulled out his crank, and Randy Rhodes was so impressed that he crashed. Yeah. I was impressed. <laughs> I was going to crash. Nico McBrain, coincidentally, converted to Christianity in 1999. That's amazing. In Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, of course. What what better place to do it? That's Christian heaven. It is Christian heaven. That it, is the it's, Bible belt. Florida's actually heaven's waiting room. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, you did. Uh, let's see. What else did Nico rip. McBrain do Nico that was McBrain, interesting? Nico McBrain has a music store in Manchester, right. England called Drum One. Yeah. What else did he do? I'll fucking tell you. Tell me. What the fuck he did. Uh, how does this sound? Are you ready? <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, I can't find but it. it's here somewhere. Aggravated assault. Yep. He was okay. arrested. Yes. In 2003? I'm looking for it. I Now I can't find it. Heh, not important. <laughs> he was arrested. Ag assault. Okay. Yeah. What did he Upstate do? Upstate New us York. what he did. Upstate New York. A valet. Yeah. Okay. Nico pulls in for this gig. Yep. Someplace upstate New York. I guess Nico was driving. Yep. And the valet's like, you can't park here. Can I see some credentials? Nico's like, I'm the drummer. He's like, yeah, I'm going to need to see some identification. Nico proceeds to fucking knock him down with his car. Not Not once. once. Twice. The second time injuring him. Police are called. Police arrive on the scene. I happen to know a thing or two about writing accident reports. Yes, you do. And this is unheard of. Yep. You're now you're talking about an ag assault charge, a right. felony. Right. Happening right happening right there. Right there. Guys witnesses the, the whole yep. thing. This is a felony. He should have been cuffed and put in custody. No. The cops must have been made in fans. Yeah. Uh we'll take care of this after the show. After the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go play your show. Play your set, Nico. And then we'll put you in cuffs. Put your shoes your on, life. come back outside, right. and we're uh, going to have a very stern he, talk yeah, with you. All right. He is... Nobody else does that. Nobody, nobody else, else could get away with that. Nobody else but the octopus. That's right. The I octopus. don't know what else to say about it. No. Honestly. He's just phenomenal. I mean, um, the way he plays his drums, and I've seen uh, certain interviews. Um, there was one way he played where he accents guitar parts, which is just, when he said that to me, when to me, when he said that in the interview, he was talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> everything's done started to come together with, with Iron Maiden music right when he said that when yeah. he talks about how he'll change times yes because I always wondered that I was like did they just get faster it's he a, changes yeah, it's, it's amazing he's phenomenal I think he had a lot to do with Maiden becoming who they are today yeah Clyde Burr was a fantastic he sure was in his own right yeah. he was again one of those 80s rock drummers that was more than adequate, right, more, more than, than up adequate. to it. Right. But Nico McBrain is like a lead instrumentalist. Yes, yes, he plays his drums like not he's only playing the, a lead right, instrument. Not only does he he keep the beat in the time, but he plays fills and accents like he's yes. he's like he's in a lead that player. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I'm gonna put him up there as with Neil Peart at that point. At the are at you this really? Point. Yeah, because. Wow. At this point, uh, two different types of music. Two different, yeah. Okay, but yeah. heads of their class in both okay. their genres, maybe in the world. Because listen, there was a late night with Seth Meyers where Nico McBrain filled in drums. Wow. You know what I mean? In a late Absolutely night, show. incredible. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people didn't know. Oh, Nico McBrain is here to play drums. They and had like, no Who's idea that? Who that was? Who's this Irishman? <laughs> right. This, yeah. Who's this Irishman? Let me ask you this: in a fight. Yeah. Nico McBrain, Neil Peart. Who Oof. would win? Oh, now look, Peart's dead. <laughs> I get that. In their prime, a fight. Brooklyn I gotta go with the Englishmen. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Canadians aren't really known to They're be so violent. They're not known to be fighters. Yeah. Nico McBrain, uh, yeah. Ne- I gotta go with the English. Nico McBrain in his day, a boozer, yeah. or, you know. A, a little fighter, bit of a scrapper. A rough, right, a scrapper. I think he would have kicked Neil Peart's ass. Probably. Behind the drum kit, well, debatable. Yeah, Maybe debatable. we'll talk about that some other time. Anyway, we have just named three incredible, yeah. underrated. underrated drummers yeah. and two assholes. But <laughs> only one can really be. The most underrated drummer there can be of the genre. One. There can be only one. Yeah. That was in uh, 1980s amazing film, The it Highlander. Was. It was. Queen did the what soundtrack. What happened to that guy who played The Highlander? He did a couple of things. Um, he was a Frenchman, actually. Okay. Uh, he His role was Connor McLeod, and the actor... The name escapes me now, but I was actually a fan of his, yeah. and he's he's big in uh, U- uh, European cinema, okay. where he's always been big. He's not the guy who played the Punisher, right? No, That's a he, different dude. No, yeah. Okay. Different they guy. They look kind of I, the I same. think he's different. They look this, They look similar, don't uh, they? His I name was like Jean-Claude something, not Van Damme. Okay. Of, course but it was like a jean pierre whatever he's they're another, all he's another jean pierre yeah john sure. Corvin. oh yeah i can't I, I can't stand him yeah. uh yeah so th- there can be only, only one. one yeah there can be only one most underrated drummer, drummer. Of, of the 80s. 80s hard rock and heavy metal should 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 we do a three two one which by the way is like a like a drummer thing it is. It's like, a, it's, it's like a count. Sticks, yeah. It's like a count, a countdown. Should I do a count? One, two, three? Well, can't and you then do, we'll say it? Yeah, sure. Uh, what? We'll time do it signature? on three. I don't, <laughs> know. I don't know. I'm not a drummer. Okay. I'm a musician. Okay. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. What? <laughs> All right. On the count of three. All one, right. two, three. I went into Meathead. That's how mad you got me. Alex, Alex Van, Van Halen. The most underrated drummer of the 80s. What you heard on the studio album, you heard live. That is true. I'm going to give that to you. But also, 
Nico McBrain, you also you also heard that live. That's true. There could have and been more. differences, right? There could have and been differences more. in bass, difference in the vocals, difference in the guitar playing, but the drumming in an Iron Maiden concert is dead on all the time. Yes. Okay. Jackery Dackery, put down the crack pipe and and, <laughs> and just realize that you once again more. you're wrong. Don't be ashamed. I mean, look, man. That's because everybody's you're not a musician and oh you don't know gosh. these things. You oh don't know God. what you're listening to. You know, I can play chords on guitar and and <laughs> piano the same uh, as any. But the question else. I just is, can't do it quickly. How big is your penis? Not as big as okay. Tommy Lee's. There you go. All right, that's for sure. So maybe who's the asshole here? Maybe I'm the <laughs> asshole. Um, one drummer we did not mention who was huge in the. 80s. Just real quick before we okay. sign off. Yeah, let, let me have it. Animal from the Muppet Show. Uh, absolutely. Incredible. Yeah, he was. Ah! He was incredible. Say. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah. Okay, Jackery, I'll see you next week, and it it'll be real close to Christmas. It will be. I think the date will be the twenty third or the twenty second that the, we have our. I'm not sure. What is it? The ninth. The ninth episode. We'll. Oh. We'll see everybody then. Until then, be safe. Beautiful.